Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. This is your host, Lorraine Ball. And I know that most of the time we talk about marketing, but marketing can't solve all your problems. You got to have sales in there too. And so today we're going to talk about how marketing and sales really work together. And to have that conversation, I've invited Patty Farmer back. She's an award-winning marketing and media strategist, international speaker, podcast host, magazine publisher, and seven-figure event producer. As a global influencer and thought leader, she works with CEOs, service-based entrepreneurs, coaches, and speakers who are experts in their field to help them fully identify their expertise, attract and convert their ideal buyers, gain massive visibility, package their knowledge, and position them in the marketplace to leverage their platforms and create marketing strategies that are profitable, not painful. Patty, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me back. I'm so excited to be here. I love your show. (laughs) I love every conversation we've had, and I'm going to have links to the other conversations. You always figure out a way to drop so much great information in a short conversation. So let's get to it. How do I think about bringing sales and marketing together for my business? I think the most important thing is that you identify your core marketing and sales goals, right? And then you need to set benchmarks for success. I think that's the thing that people don't really do as much is they set goals, right? But a goal that doesn't have a deadline is really just a wish. And so you need to have benchmarks to really be successful at them. So I think that is probably the key and the most important thing followed by in order to be able to do that, you need to develop and incorporate a call to action in everything you do, whether it's your email signature, whether it's social media, workshops, conversations, whatever you're doing, you need to have a call to action. And it doesn't need to be super strong. Some of them should be softer than others, but a call to action nonetheless, because sales is service, but it all starts with an invitation. You've really defined, I think, a very important concept there. I mean, the first one is absolutely putting numbers behind your goals, not just I want more sales, but how many more? I want subscriptions, how many? But also this idea that the role of marketing is to tee up the conversation, to invite people to pick up the telephone, send an email, attend an event, and then sales has to kick in. So how do you coordinate between those two different groups? Because they have their own responsibilities every single day. Absolutely. I think that they're like peanut butter and jelly, right? Marketing and sales like peanut butter and jelly. So that's why you have to have goals for both of them. So you can't just say, oh, I want to make more money. You need to be able to say, I want to make $10,000 more a month. And in order to do it, I need to sell five products or a service that's $2,000. So you have to have very specific goals. And then you need to be able to know what your numbers are, how you convert, right? Do you convert 50% of the conversations that you have? So you know how many conversations do you need to have, right? So those are the type of goals you need to have. But then you need to have marketing strategies that are going to be in place 
in order to help you to get those conversations, to get the call to actions, to get on the phone, to have those conversations, because you can have all the goals you want. But the fact of the matter is people do business with people, right? They don't do business with logos or brands. They do business with people. So the fact of the matter is you have to have conversation. So you can have really great landing pages and opt-in pages and all that stuff. Those are all great. That's part of your marketing strategy. But your sales strategy is that all those marketing strategies have to lead to conversations, which is what actually leads to sales. Absolutely. And so as I'm creating landing pages and offers that bring people in, what kind of information can I be collecting on the marketing side that's going to have real value to my sales team in order to have them be prepared to take those conversations to the next level? I always want to say that when you're thinking about your marketing and your sales goals, you want to know what is your ultimate sales goal, right? And then you need to reverse engineer it because it's really asking yourself this question. So for example, if you wanted to offer or invite people into a $5,000 mastermind, we'll say, you need to ask yourself, well, before somebody would invest $5,000, what would they need to know? Like, what would they need to know before they would be comfortable making that investment, right? And then when you're thinking about that, you're like, oh, well, maybe I need to do a series of workshops, right? Maybe that's what I need to do. And then when you're going to do that, you need to say, well, if I was going to do a series of workshops, what are the topics on those series of workshops that would allow them to know that that's the value that I would bring and why they would want to do it, right? And then before that, you might want to say, well, before they would invest in that, what would I need to do? And maybe that's doing a free masterclass, right? Mm -hmm. And then maybe before that are some of the things that people opt in a freebie because it's all about people wanting to taste you first so that it makes it really easy for them to say the ultimate question they should ask themselves, which really is, oh my gosh, if she provided this much value for me for free, what kind of value would I get if I wrote a check? Absolutely. And so one of the things I really love about that strategy is along the way, you're learning things about those customers. You're learning which of your offers people are attracted to, but now you're like, you know what? It seems like the seminar on this class is way more popular than the seminar on this topic. And so that also can cue your sales team when they're having those conversations what are the hot button issues? Well, your customers have kind of told you that. Well, I think that what's really important there is I think a lot of times, especially in the last year or so, people have really been focusing on data, right? Everything is so data driven. And I'm not saying that data is not important. It's gold. You know, sending out surveys, asking right questions, right? You gather a lot of data, but it's not enough. What you also need is what are the behaviors? So it's data plus behavior, right? Once you know the data, but you know what the behavior is. So even though we just gave that example, very rarely is it going to go from A to B to C to D to the sale, right? There's always like, oh, well, if they did this and they like that, but oh, maybe they want this. It's really going to go from A to B to E to F back to C. I mean, it's not always, it's a meandering trail. But the fact of the matter is, it's like they're going to ask themselves a question and then some are going to move on. That's why it's an invitation and why you need to have multiple invitations. So when somebody says to me, 
you know, Patty, my sales really aren't where I want them to be, or I'm not converting. Here's my question. My question is how many offers are you making? Because you can't make a sale if you don't make an offer, right? And a lot of times the reason why people aren't making offers is because they have one opt-in and they're, you know, talking about that one freebie that they're giving on all the podcast interviews. But the fact of the matter is they didn't do their work. They don't know whether that demographic is the right demographic for that audience, which is probably one of the most important things you can do is to make sure you're talking to the right people, right? Because that's the key thing. Are you talking to the right people? And then are the people you're surrounding yourself with, the connections that you're making and the conversations you're having, do they serve them as well? Because here's the number one thing I'm going to say. If you want to increase your sales, if you want to be in front of the ideal clients or potential clients, what you need to do is you need to be hanging out and spending time with other businesses who cater to those people already, right? Make it simple. It doesn't have to be difficult because if you both have the same target audience, but you serve them in different ways, why reinvent the wheel, right? What can we do together? So I think that we don't have to do it alone. You know, the old cliche that says it takes a village to raise a child. Well, if that's true, it takes a tribe to build a business. So build your tribe. Awesome. Patty, as always, you have been wonderful in this conversation. Thank you so much for dropping by. You're so welcome. I am going to encourage everybody, if you have been intrigued by some of the things that Patty has shared with you today, there are going to be links to her website. And also, Patty has written an article for our new essay collection, Even More Written Words, that's available on Amazon. Patty, thank you again for being a guest on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. If you've enjoyed today's conversation if you'd like to find other resources for your business be sure to check out our toolbox look for mtfw wherever you listen to podcasts this has been another episode of more than a few words thanks for listening